Now, as far as the housing market, you know, I don't know. It's kind of uncertain right now because material prices, as far as building packages, have escalated Wait. like three times since June of 2020. It's the Profit Daily Radio Show. All right. All right. We are live. Howdy, Jeff Spencer. Hello, Chris Ward. How are you? I was good, man. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Rogers. I'm good. good. Well, oh, Jerry, Jerry I'm so sorry. How are you, man? Thank you, man. Gee, that was rude, wasn't it? It was, sure was. Yeah. That's all right. Well, you know, you build these successful software as a service companies, and you just become an asshole. So, <laughs> I don't know if I recommend anyone else doing this, but no, in all seriousness, um, Jeff, where's the market at? Specifically in construction, where are we today? Well, in, in, in Nashville, you know, the market's good right now for construction. What the future holds, I don't know. But uh, I know there's been a, a, a decrease in rental property in Nashville, especially downtown areas, because people are coming in from, from other states and other communities, you know, to, to try and thrive in Nashville, but they're more of a... a I don't know how to put this, you know, I, I won't say educated, but more like IT background. Technical yeah, background. Yeah, technical yeah. background. Well, Nashville is, it has always been a tech hub. Right. Well, always. It has been for a number of years now, specifically in healthcare. Yeah. So that's not, that is a surprise. Right. Well, and, and see, most of those positions are filled. And, you know, Nashville has been thriving for, for a few years now. People see that, they want to be there and be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Or they come in, they want to be downtown where, you know, they got short commutes and, and, Right in the middle of everything, as far as what's happening, what's going on, and it's fun down there. It is fun. Down there. It is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and but it's expensive, sir, sure. to be down there. Yeah, very expensive. And from what I'm hearing and understanding, you know, a lot of people have moved out of their leases and, and just dropped them and moved out to the suburbs because they can't afford to live that lifestyle because the market for their jobs that they came there for is not there. Okay, but you know, if you're in the construction industry. The jobs are there. I mean, you, you, you drive around downtown Nashville now, and I guarantee you can count 20 to 25 tower cranes. Yeah, yeah, they're everywhere. You know, not, not counting crawler cranes. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's cranes everywhere. You know, there's work going on all around Nashville and surrounding counties uh, because that's what they're doing. They're trying to build up these suburbs to house all these people that are moving in. Okay. You know, that's a major market right now. And that raises a question. What if I'm kind of new to the game? I'm a contractor. Do I want to even get involved in like multi-family units in this market or does that pose a risk to me long term? Like, let me rephrase that. Would I want to put too many eggs in that basket or should I keep a di diverse book of work? I, I would try to, you know, be diverse, sure. you know, as far as okay. commercial versus residential. Uh, but for the past few years, you know, residential has been pretty lucrative in Middle Tennessee because there's so many people coming in. So many in. people coming here. Yeah, you know, they got to have places to live. Absolutely. Uh, commercial still rolling in Nashville, you know, and it seems to be, you know, from what I'm hearing, there's, there's stuff that's been under contract for a while. It's going to happen. It's not going to start till later on in 2021. Uh, I've been told if there was a downturn in the market that. You know, for a brief period of time, Nashville will kind of breeze through it because there's so much stuff already under contract. Okay. Now, as far as the housing market, you know, I don't know. It's kind of uncertain right now because material prices, as far as building packages, have escalated Wait like up. three times since June of 2020. Now, if I understand correctly, you you built a home. Was this in March? 
I started in March. So did you have July. some insider information there? That no, <laughs> no, I, no I, I did not. But uh, you know, I, I was just uh, blessed enough to, to get in. But that, that's when you had scheduled yeah. to build that house. Right, yeah. yeah, and it just yeah. worked out. Sure. And as a matter of fact, the, the people I bought my, my building package from, uh, I dealt with them, you know, even after I was uh, through with my house. They're like, man, you got in at the right time. Really? You know, at that time it had doubled, and now it's more than doubled. Gosh. And and I was told that after first of the year, you know, they start to see some decrease. But what I'm hearing now is like, there's no sign of decrease in building packages till probably mid to late 2021. Now I'd heard, uh, I guess it may have been the middle part of 2020 that part of price I'd heard the same. Um, just lumber prices, for yeah. example, going way up, and even difficulty finding the lumber or the stuff you needed to build. Um, now I understand that maybe some of that was due to some plants or uh, mills closing. So I guess due to COVID and some of that. So then you've created this supply and demand. And well, a big portion portion of it was was all the people that were sent home to work from home and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, they found all this extra time. They could build their decks. They could do oh, this, sure. do home remodels and stuff. Sure. And, and they were self-performing a lot of this stuff themselves. Yeah. And so the demand for the lumber, which you know your 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 big market lumber companies, Lowe's and Home Depot and all these people, you know your big markets, you know they were the number one stops. And so they depleted a lot of your 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 soft okay. lumber. I got you. That makes sense. But it's. Uh, it's just been, it's been a crazy year, and uh, uh, you know we hope for a better 2021. But Absolutely. We, you know we, we we don't know yet what what that's going to entail. Sure. But as far as market increases, you know if you are a contractor and you're putting bids together, you know you have to be prepared for those those sort of things. You've got sure. to put a little bit in your bid to to allow for increases in in materials because you never know when that increase is going to happen. Yeah. And so, if it doesn't happen, you know, if you bid a project and it takes three months, four months to start, you put a little bit of percentage in there, markup, you know, to, to uh, inquire for uh, material increases. Yeah. It may or may not happen. If it doesn't happen, then you've increased your pro your profit margin a little bit. Yeah. So it, it makes sense. I mean, if I'm a contractor, like I should pay attention to the markets. Yes. Outside of the construction industry. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you just you don't just wake up one day and go, oh, there's a there's a shortage of lumber, or right. or, or the price increased fifty percent. Right. I mean, if you're paying attention, you have a pretty good idea or inclination it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the markets are talking. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely, and it's you know, in, in first of the year, in, in our line of work, you know, in like in the utility business, that seems to be a regular thing. Like first of the year, you you're looking at you know. 15 to 25 percent increase as soon as the year rolls around. Now that will steadily, most of the time, steadily decline to a certain point over the next couple of months. Usually by mid-February to, to mid-March, it will plane out and get back to a reasonable uh, market. Okay. Uh, it, but, and you mentioned utility work specifically. Well, is that is that uh, is part of that due to weather in parts of the country? And, no, I don't, and, I don't think so. Oh, I think okay. I think a lot of it is based on steel pricing and oh, okay. on uh, plastics. Oh, okay. Because we use PVC pipe, we use duct iron pipe, and uh, uh, I think a lot of it, you know, is is because the market is is uncertain at that mm -hmm. point, and I think they automatically increase those. Uh, in, you know, like PVC a couple of years ago. There was a big increase in PVC because of the 
the plant, uh, I think it was in Texas somewhere, you know, that caught on fire. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. And it drove prices up, you know, it's just astronomical. Wow. Uh, but. And I guess you don't get relief from the people you bid that job to in an event, you know, something like that. No, no, no. Very seldom do you. You know, you, you can't you can get your, your if, if, you, if you get awarded a job early on, you know, like within 30 to 45 days of bidding a job. You had some leverage then. I got some leverage. Sure. You know, I, sure. I can say, you know, well, you quote me these prices, I've been awarded this job. You know, you can hold them at that market value. Sure. Uh, but sometimes, you know, because most of your material suppliers, they will limit their quote for, well, here lately, I've been getting quotes, you know, like 15 days. 15 days? 15 days, yeah. Why? In, in majority of the time, it's 30 days. Okay. Uh, but you know, if you can get well, within a few days of that, you know, getting get awarded a project, you, know, yeah. you can you can negotiate with them and hold them into their price. All right. Well, and I don't. Let me stop you there. So, okay, fifteen days. Uh, is there something in the bid process at that point that changes for you in terms of your material costs? Are you adjusting that rate at all? To uh, accommodate that, or or does it just sort of come out at the end? I mean, if it's if it's a hard bid. Then I've got to stick with my price. Yeah, I've stick with the price. contractor or the okay. owner. Yeah, I've, yeah. Got, I've got to stick with it. Okay. Uh, you know, now if it's a, a design build or a, a early on design, mm -hmm. then say you're 50 to to 70 percent drawings, <clears throat> then at that point I can get a new quote and rebid the job. Okay. Because they're going to come back and say, you know, we've got updated drawings. We've, right, we've yeah. changed this and this anyway. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. And so it's it's a new game. It's almost like a new project you're bidding. I got you. I got you. But it's, uh, you know, one thing I found in the last few years, you know, it's, it's nothing certain anymore. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. you got to be prepared to make changes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, we all set a... Gold, I say a goal, you, you set a certain profit margin you want to hit. Sure. And you always want to come in at that profit margin or above. Right. And, you know, your material prices, once they're locked in, they're locked in. Sometimes you have the opportunity, like if it's something you use on a regular basis, when the market's good, buy it and stockpile it. Okay. Yeah. You know, keep it on hand for future yeah. projects. Uh, you know, try, if, if you got storage. Sure. You know, not every contractor or not every company has a, a yard they can store materials on. Right. But if you get a good price on materials, I would recommend, you know, to, to you know, if you, if you get a down market for a brief period of time, if you see a good deal on some materials, stop. Get it. Get it. Yeah. Because it's going to benefit you later on because That's you're going to be able to bid jobs at today's market price, but sure. you got materials bought at yesterday's market price. Yeah. That's a big chunk of profit you just added right. to that job. Exactly. Yeah, that's smart. Hey, Jim. Yes, sir. Is this a situation where having a good relationship with a supplier can help you out? Can it he can. kind of help you insulate, you know, kind of pad the situation a little bit? It can. And, you know, there's, there's, there's several suppliers, you know, in my area that I deal with, but I've got three main suppliers that I deal with on a regular basis. And I'm not going to name any names, but I mean, that's, that's who I deal with on a regular basis, and that's who I get to quote all my stuff. Well, Jeff, if you can't tell our listeners who they need to call, <laughs> then I'm kidding. <laughs> but, you know, I get in, in situations all the time, you know, where I get, sometimes I get in bidding wars, you know, with my, with my material suppliers. 
In, in case in point, it's like material prices have went up since I bid this project. Well, I'll call and ask for new quotes because their time limit's up. Well, then, you know, I may tell one supplier, you know, like, well, you know, you're beat, you know, by a certain percentage or, you're, you're, you know, I can't, can't use you until you come off your price. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm never going to tell them, you know, the exact price they're beat by. I just tell them, you know, hey, I need some help. You know, can you help me out? Well, they'll start dropping their prices, and I finally get to one that's that's in my range. Mm -hmm. That's who I go with. Yeah, and you know, it's uh, it's kind of one of those deals. You scratch my back, I scratch yours, sir. Sure. And I do that periodically. But what I do is like a lot of times I get quotes, and from this supplier that's helped me out, mm -hmm. he may be a little above the rest of them, but I go ahead and use him because I know he's making good money. Yep. And I want to reward him for like, hey, you helped me out. That's right. You know, on this particular yeah, job. It'll so, be the last time you, you ask for help. But, but we I all do, need help sometimes. Right. <laughs> but, but I do I do let him know you're not the cheapest, but I'm giving sure. you this job because you helped me out on this one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, relationship building. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, you got to, you know, you scratch my back and help me out and I'll scratch yours on down the road. Absolutely. That works for everything. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you also have good customers too that you work with. That you know, a lot of times they'll they'll find ways to help you pick up extra money on a job that you you may potentially lose money on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give you extra work on this particular job or sub something else to you. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's it's good. You know, relationships are really good to have in, in the Absolutely, build, yeah. especially to 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 new people that are getting started in the, in the market. Mm -hmm. You know, build relationships is very important. How people you can trust, people that's going to be on your side, and it's not always about the cheapest price. It's about who you can count on that's going to be there for you, you know, in, in, in the end game. Right. Well, that's really good stuff. You know, I, I hope the best for everyone in 2021, and uh, everybody gets back to work, and yeah. and we can we can get shit done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, fantastic. Well, Jeff, it's been a pleasure as always. Yeah, you too, Chris. All right. Thank you, Jerry. See you, Jerry.